previously at the Macarius Avenue. All right, this morning I'm sharing on wisdom for love and family. Glory to God. It's an amount of wisdom, and I pray that you have some level of wisdom to handle your love life. John 3.16. Our messages are very simple. So I'm not, I don't preach mysteries. I just expose scripture. Let's all read. One, two, three, go. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. Glory to God. For God so loved the world. And God is continuing to love the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not what? But have everlasting life. Hallelujah. Now, the Greek is the language that is able to break down love for us. So you put love into three categories. First, the agape love. Then, filial love. Then, eros love. Hallelujah. There are other ones which I may not want to go into. It. It's too long. We have the mania love. That one is, is demonic. Obsessions. I won't go into that. I'll just stay in this three. Praise God. So he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, God's love is only agape love. The agape love is God's love that he expresses to the people that he has created. And everybody is under God. God doesn't have peers. There is nobody in God's level. So do you know that God cannot show brotherly love? Because he doesn't have any brother in his level. Because there is nobody. God tends to the left, he tends to the right. There is nobody on his level. There are no other gods like God. If there were other gods like God, then God could relate with them as brothers. But there is nobody in God's realm. So when God wants to express love, he has to look down. Because there is nobody in his realm. So God's love is the only love, you got to hear this word, that can be unconditional. Because God's love is, is like a maternal, paternal love. It doesn't choose. And because it doesn't choose, it doesn't choose because it is the creator. He created everybody. So God loves you the way you are because he created you. Hallelujah. No human being can love you unconditionally. You might fight it, but it's fine. I'll prove to you why. Okay. Thank you, sir. Clap your hands for God. You know how motivational speakers and love coaches have lied to us? They have lied to us because most of us don't study the Bible. And because we don't study the Bible, we hear things that, no, you have to love unconditionally. You are a human being. You cannot love somebody unconditionally. You can try, but you can never be like God. 
You can only try. Why? God's love, Romans 5, 5, agape is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Now, God gives us that love so that we can express it just like God does it. But you see, for us, they are human beings in our realm. So because we have people in our realm, we have to show them brotherly love, plus we have to show them agape love, plus in our realm, there is sensual love because we are made sensual people. God doesn't have sex. God doesn't have any female in his realm that is going to look and say, wow. So God cannot express sensual love. He cannot. The only people, it's me and you. Because it is in us. So God is trying to love you. God cannot love you sensually. His love for you is only agape. God cannot even show you brotherly love. Because you cannot be his brother. God can only show you agape. God will never see his creator, a a woman, and say, It can never happen to God. It only happens in our realm. Because we are human beings. So to us, we are not even going to express agape only. God expresses only agape. But we must express both. We must express agape. We must express brotherly love. And yet, we must express sensual love. So no matter how anointed you are, you can see a sister and say, Kaj, Lekasotaba. I think these people are very, very spiritual people here. Now, can I talk to real people? You can be a sister and you, you are so audacious, but there is a brother that when he talks to you with his baritone voice, you know that he just said, the guy just came to church and said, hello. And you went home and that hello keeps ringing on your mind. And you don't know why. You still speak in tongues, but it doesn't go. There is nothing wrong with you. You are just in the realm of human beings. Clap your hands for God. I'm preaching good, eh? God doesn't need a hug from nobody. He was God before everything was created. But you can pray for seven hours. And after that, you just need somebody to just hug you. Because you are in this realm where sensual love is part of the love that you have to express. That is why even people say that this is my love language. Don't blame them. It's because of the realm they find themselves in. God does not need any gift from us that will give God gift that he feels loved. No. In the realm of agape, agape is not taken back. Agape is just a self-giving love. So the Bible says, and for God so loved the world that he gave. So agape is always looking to give. And you and I, the agape love that God has put in our heart, we are doing our best to express it. It is not easy because of our limitations as human beings. So never tell somebody, you have to love me like God. You want to compare me to God? 
with all my limitations you want to compare me to God I can never be in the realm of God in that manner of love as a matter of even if I have to be it will take me time because I have to grow in the agape love to be able to express it that is why an Ojasio's brother he speaks in tongues but when something happens he can insult you and say wow are we not Christian? Yes, I'm Christian, but I am trying to love. So you have to give me some space to love. Because we all have limitations and shortcomings. So that when people come to church, they are too much. I don't know which word what, what They expect too much from their brother. You expect too much from me as a sister. I am trying my best in my all my limitations to try to live the agape love. The agape love of God that God has put in my heart. It is not easy. I'm stretching my faith. Because the Bible says, even without faith, you cannot love. Hey, there are some people you need faith to love them. It's not easy to love them. The more you are loving them, the more they are hurting you. And yet the Bible says you must continue to love them. Is it easy? Oh, these people is very easy for them. Can we be realistic? Love no be easy. So if somebody is telling you that I love you and this and that, he is talking sensual love. And the sensual love, I'll come to that place. When it eats your heart, you talk things that you don't even understand. So the guy can tell you, I will go to the moon for you. And he doesn't even know what it takes to go to the moon. He has never read even geography before. He doesn't understand what it takes. But when that love engulfs his mind, he can say anything that he wants. Because he doesn't know what it takes. God is calling us to his realm. But his realm is not easy. I love God. God loves me. But he wants me to be able to express his love at his level. And we are all trying. Oh, are you trying? I know some people are there. Those who are there, they are the ones who don't give people the benefit of the doubt. They give them no space. They are quick on them. Hallelujah. Because to them, they have arrived at God's love. I've seen people who can brag. Me, I'm walking in love. Who marked your love? They are walking in love because they think they are talking to... They talk, they don't... They are not in loggerheads with anybody. But even your mother can forsake you. When there was hunger in the land, some people wanted to eat their babies. The hunger was so much, they look at the child and they see meat. How does a mother eat the child? This happened in the Bible. Why? God will never eat his children for any reason. Because agape has capacity to be able to overcome. But the human love has limitations. So never think that you can love like God. Every love in this earth realm is conditional. 
whether you believe it or not. Somebody say, me, I love, I don't know why I love you. It's a lie. The person may not know it, but there is something that is unconsciously making him or her to love you. Now, when I put five Mercedes Benz here with different colors, they are all the same make, they are all the same, but there is something about a particular color that will make you choose it. Why will you choose that one? Why wouldn't you just, just pick any, any of them? But there is a particular one in them that will make you choose. You have Your love for that car is colored by the choices of color. Because you are a colorful person, maybe you like color blue, you choose the blue one without anybody even telling you, first you pick the blue one. And you'll be driving it and you'll even be saying that, I don't even know why I love this car. But your color has made you to choose that car. Somebody tells his wife, I don't even know why I love you. It's a lie. It's a dangerous one because if the person, they gave him a dwarf, you will not marry the dwarf. Why didn't you choose the dwarf? There are ladies who tell their husband, I don't even know. I just love you for no reason. It's a lie. You bounced other guys. Why did you choose me? Because there is something about me that you like that propelled you to love me agape is never colored because god is the creator of every other thing can you clap your hands for god so never tell me that you just love me for me no there is something reason why you love me and when you love me some something help me to continue it so that you can still keep loving me. That is why in the human realm, the human love can fade. Because the reason why the person loves you, if it's no more there, the person can change their mind. Because that is no more there. God does not change his mind on nobody. That is why when you are in Eros love, and you think you have arrived in heaven, and everybody is talking to you, you can so be sure about your partner. You are being a big fool. You can only be sure about God. You can never be sure about any human being. People can marry for 25 years and one day wake up and say, I don't know why I married this man. I don't want him again. After 25 years, what is the person looking for? Something has changed. Can I get a very big amen? Lift up your hands and thank the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Play the keyboard. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Help us to love, Lord. Help us to love. Help us to love. In Jesus' mighty name. Can I get a very big amen? Tell somebody, walk in agape. I, I, can, I can feel you. So God's love is the only unconditional love. Some of you now, you now realize that your love is not conditional. You cannot believe it. Oh. Now you believe that your love for things is not, is unconditional. It's conditional. Somebody say that, I love you for who you are. It's not true. In your human realm, look, we deceive ourselves many times. There is a reason why you love somebody. There is even a reason why you are in the Macarius. 
There is a reason. There are many churches, but you chose here because of something you like about us. You can never say that, I just love this church for no reason. It's a lie. You're a human being. Every human being's love for something. So when somebody is drawing closer to you, ask him, what do you want? What have you seen? The first reaction is nothing. When guys are drawing close to a lady, they are buying you gifts. The lady will not ask questions. When the lady you say, just for friends, never believe it. Men don't just make friends. There is something that is drawing him closer to you. And he doesn't even know why. And he's getting close. But he will just tell you, I love you for no reason. You hear preachers say that, love unconditionally. Love everybody. It's not true. Otherwise, in the realm, there will be no favor. We favor people because of something we like about them. Some of you, you are favored because of your looks. You are so innocent. You look, maybe you are not, but you look so innocent. So because of your innocent face, when you just apply for a job, maybe you and the other guy, you are all qualified. But there is something. The people say, choose him or her because you're innocent. The guy, his face has given him up. He may be the innocent one, but he looks wicked. It is just a look. But he has been judged. That is why anytime any of you see a Rastafarian, you have one mindset about him. He's a weed smoker. To the extent that even if they apply for schools, they don't want to take them. Because there is some, because they are like, this guy just come to smoke in this school. How can you tell me that human love can be unconditional? We all love for some reason. But the reason must be a good reason. There is nothing wrong in loving somebody for a good reason. Because there is something you like about the person. That is why you are drawing close to the person. And there is nothing wrong about it because you are not God. You are just a human being. God loves all his children, whether he's a dwarf, whether he's tall, whether the person is fat. There are men who say that, I don't like plump women. But that's the guy who said that his love is unconditional. But you're afraid to define the people you don't like. There are people who even say that I don't like this tribe. And they are, they are born again. And they don't know why they don't like that tribe. Because of their mindset that has already been colored. Oh, God help us. Say, God help us. Clap your hands for the Lord. So when you listen to these marriage coaches and all that, they will lie to you. They will tell you that I met my wife and I, I, there is nothing about her. I just love their condition. It's, it's a lie. There were other sisters. Why did he choose their wife? He chose their wife because something that he see. Now, if you're a gentleman and you have a nice car, you have money, the ladies will like you for that. Don't let them deceive you and say, I just like you. You like me. I have a car. It, it enhances your love. If they put a brother here who is Holy Ghost filled, me too, I'm Holy Ghost filled, but the brother doesn't have a car and I have a car. 
At the end of the day, you are all Holy Ghost filled. That is their foundation. But this brother has something mm, additional. So, conditionally, I have to choose a brother with a wagon. So that my, my transportation can be sorted out. Oh, it's not true. But we all pretend as they oh, it's not because of his cow. No, 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 no. It's because he's Ojasho. Is he the only Ojasho's brother? No. So tell people, I love you. You are, you are, you are firebrand. But not only that, you are also a very handsome guy. Add it to it. Because if the person was not handsome to you, because handsomeness is in the eyes of the beholder. So the person is handsome to you. So there are things that will not make you sleep. Let's come to Solomon. Have I helped somebody? Let's leave Solomon. Let's come to the church. (laughs) First Corinthians chapter 13. I like to be very realistic and practical. Hebrews 13, verse 1. Let brotherly love. Let brotherly love, that's what? I can't hear you. He said, let brotherly love continue. Why? Immediately we are born again, we must see everybody as a brother. Now, he puts it there, not gender-wise. You are a brother, you are a sister. So Paul taught Timothy that the sisters in the church, he said that live with them with all purity. In the, in the sense that he's saying that, Paul said, I know that we are all sensual beings. But when we come to church, put away your sensuality on how you relate to the opposite sex in the church. Is it a wrong thing? So he said, treat all the sisters with purity. Treat the brothers with also purity. Then he said, let brotherly love continue. It's filial love. Filial love is the love is that whatever I wish for myself, which is good, I wish for you too. If I need to be promoted, I want you to be promoted too. If I want to be loved, I want you to be loved too. So brotherly love goes beyond what I wish for myself. Agape goes beyond what I wish for myself. Even if it has to die so that you will live, Agape doesn't mind. But rarely will human beings be able to express that higher level of love. So the Bible says, greater love has no man than this one. That a man should lay down his life for his brethren. This one is for the sake of God. If it's not for the sake of Christ, you can kill yourself because of Eros love and God doesn't count it. Because at that moment, you are not thinking. That death will be called a foolish death. Because it is not for the sake of Christ. Are you sure you are here? So, Eros, uh, brotherly love is from the word filio. That's where we have philanthropy. Philanthropy just means that what I wish for my brother, I'm doing it. If I see somebody in the street, I don't want to be in the street. So I'll help the street guy. I have become a philanthropist. And even that one, I can do it without even knowing Jesus. Because I am a human being. And I wish good for all my fellow human beings. So filio does not separate it from any other person. 
what I would do to my fellow Christian, I can do it for my Muslim brother. Because we are all human beings and there are things that every human being has to have. If somebody is not eating, I can show love by feeding him. I don't have to say, are you born again? No. I, what I wish for myself, I wish for all other human beings. I don't want to lie in the street. So if I can help somebody out of the street, I can help somebody out of the street. That is filial love. And God expects brotherly love to continue in the church. So he's saying that let brotherly love continue because they have started it. So he's saying that let it continue. When I come to church and I see that one guy has been wearing shoe for a long time, I will not complain about his shoe. I will buy him another shoe without despising him. It is called brotherly love. Can I get a very big amen? But there is wisdom in showing brotherly love. Because there are people in the church that can take advantage of brotherly love. It happened in Bible days. If you read the Bible, you have a lot of wisdom. He said the Holy Scriptures which is able to make thee wise. Now, there were brothers in the church because Paul preached about brotherly love and they say help the brethren in the church. They decided that, wow, now that people are helping, then why will I work? I can go to uh, brother uh, Isaac's house at lunch time. By this time, his wife has prepared some bangu and oko. So he'll go and eat there. Then he has a timetable. So because he has already seen the scripture. When he comes and you don't want to give him, he'll quote scripture to you. That let brotherly love. That is the guy who come to church and spend his money in the week. He's chewing kebab and eating anyhow. And he comes to church, he said, Brother, do you read the Bible? Let brotherly love continue. I don't have transportation to go home. If you're a brother, you will sort me out. And you will sort him out. Because you want to live brotherly love. But Paul looked at it and said, if anybody will not work, he didn't say that anybody who doesn't work. He said anybody who would not work, would not means intentionally that I will not work. He said, don't let that person eat. He said that when the person comes to your house, don't even serve him squash. Because the person is taking advantage of the brotherly love in the church. And never feel guilty. The problem with Christians is that if they don't help somebody, they feel guilty. Because of scripture. But anybody that is taking advantage of your generosity, wisdom should tell you that you cut him off. He borrowed 2000 from you. He didn't pay. Then he said, let brotherly love continue. Can you give me another 2000 You give him because of your brotherly love. Then he doesn't pay. Then he comes again. If you give him, heaven will know that you are a fool. You are not applying wisdom. So heaven should tell you that. Don't give that person any money again. Why? He's taking advantage of the brotherly love. And in church, that is where people take advantage of brotherly love. Because you know that in the world, they won't give them. You are only your friend. You put friendship aside and come to your house and say, bro, you forgive me my 2000 Even if you have to fight, he will take your furniture. He will take off, take off your, your TV and go and sell. But you know that your Christian brother will not do that. Because your Christian brother will not do it. Even when he does it, you will call your friends and say, this person is not a brother. How can we be the child owing some small money? That's how they talk. So small money that I just took from him, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't spare me. 
Meanwhile, Bible says, let's love brotherly. But he doesn't know that he himself is not a brother. Because when you love the brother, you will put yourself in his shoe. That though he gave me this money, maybe that is his last. For brotherly love's sake, he has given me this thing. Let me do everything to repay him. So that one day, when I'm in need again, he will have more to be able to give me. But when you are not able to do that, you have despised brotherly love. And many people despise brotherly love. And they quote scriptures. You know, when they are in trouble, they'll be quoting things that there are no brothers in the church. There are no genuine friends in the church. We were so genuine to you. You are the fake one among us. You are so fake that when we help you, you let us regret for helping you. Do you know that many people, because of what other people have done to them, it's hard for them to do good again. Don't be the reason why it is hard for somebody to do somebody good, especially when it's in the church. Because when you do that, you are shortcutting other people's blessing. It is not only you. I've been in a church where everybody sees one guy as a rich man. Everybody can, can give me this. The guy gave that one day, he realized that people are taking him for granted. So he hardened his heart. What will he do? He will even leave the church. Because he said that all these people are taking advantage of me. May we never come to that realm. You have done nothing wrong to look at a brother in his face and say, I gave you money last week. You didn't repay it back. And because of wisdom, I will not give you any other money until you return it. Let him go and gossip to another brother. You see, the problem in our, our Christians is that we don't, we don't, we don't do investigation. We want to look good in the eyes of men. Can I show you why? Now, a preacher comes and preaches that I don't pay my musicians. Another preacher will come and say, it's wickedness. For me, I pay my musicians. Hypocrisy. That is sheer hypocrisy. Because every church has its standard of oppression. There are churches, they don't pay their musicians. Their musicians are not complaining. I know people who are full-time plumbers, who are playing keyboard. They don't take a dime from the church. They are not complaining. You pay your people. It doesn't make you better than the one who is not paying his people. Then they bring it to the church. How much did I give you? I gave you this. this, this. Other people are wicked and stingy. No wisdom. Because has the guy told you the number of people's rent he has paid? He's just talking about musicians. Has he told you the school fees he's also paying? But Christians, we want to see. Ah, when you listen, look, if you are a man of wisdom, when you listen to things, you go deeper into it. Me, I don't listen to things and just take things like that. When I watch a video or I watch something, I want to look at the thing and wait. I can wait and say, oh, this is a, uh, a show off. It is a show off. You want to prove to everybody that you are more loving than anybody. You are not more loving than anybody. Do you know what other people are doing for the sake of the brethren? You have no idea. Let every church deal according to his church. Because you don't know all the sacrifices that pastor is making. He has an agreement with his musicians. Let him stay with the agreement with his musicians. After all, he didn't come and push you that. You also stop paying your people. No. It's per choice. Every arrangement is different. There are churches, they have different arrangements. Other places we have other places they pay their musicians, but they don't pay staff members. Everybody there work in the office is free. Other people don't pay the musician, but they pay staff. 
So how do we judge the matter? Judge it according to your level. Let us use wisdom. Have I helped somebody? You are too quiet for me. Clap your hands for God. Another pastor will decide to share rice for everybody to see it. Another one may not. He will go into educational empowerment and empower people to go to school by paying school fees. The guy who shared rice, everybody will see him that he's more loving than the other pastors in the world. This is, this is, this is, I don't know which word to use. But it means that your mind is frail and fickle. Simple-mindedness. Because the guy who is investing in education is a long-term investment. He's helping the person to be able to stand on his own. If I give you rice, it will finish. Tomorrow morning, you will come for another one. There is arms giving and there is human empowerment. Arms giving is for short term. Empowerment is investment for long term. If I pay your school fee for... Oh, if you are clapping, clap. So you cannot wait two people and judge that this one is more loving than the other. Leave the matter. Enjoy what you are enjoying. Hallelujah. But in all, you have to use wisdom. Because in the church, people take advantage of others in the name of Christianity. Never feel bad if you are not able to help any Christian brother. After all, it is your own money. You choose what you do with your money. Let other people talk about you. You are bad. You are this. Don't worry. They will reach that level. They will reach what level? One day I told the story. A guy stole money and I defended him. Another guy came and said, look at this, look at this. He said, he called himself a pastor. He can't even help these guys. Then he took him to his house. After three weeks, he stole his money. They realized that the love, there's, there's wisdom in loving. You cannot just take somebody and just take him to your house. What if the guy come and destroy your, your home? So the Bible says, let brotherly love continue. Yes, I will love my brother. But my Christian brother is not fully born again. His spirit is saved, but his soul is being saved. It means that he can misbehave. So I've, I've tested him in money. I realized that he's not very okay with money. I won't continue to leave my money around him. I love him so much that I won't leave my money around him. Because when I do, he will steal it. And when I say it, he'll be saying that, there are no brothers in the church. Watch out for people who say that. They are the problem of the church. People don't love these days. They are the ones who don't love. Because they want to take advantage of everybody's love. Without them also giving. Hallelujah. So say, my mind will never be guilty. Say it again. Because of somebody's trouble. By the special grace of God, I have built myself that I don't rush into situations. Because sometimes, and the person is even lying. And you put your money, try to help the person, and he will then drag you into more of his troubles. You were just going to help. Now, your brotherly love has become trouble. So Paul says that, mark these ones. They have made themselves busy bodies moving from house to house, not minding their own business. If Paul saw it in his church, we will see it in the modern day church. Go and see how somebody is chewing kebab on Friday night. 
he has forgotten that you come to church. He's coming, he's chewing the kebab, having in mind that when he comes to church, so, is it not brotherly love? Somebody in the church, oh, this church, they are very loving. There is somebody in the church, oh, I don't have transportation, they'll say, is it transportation? Oh, I'll pay for you. And they don't go by trotro, they want Uber. That's what they want, they want Uber, they'll tell you that, give me Uber. Don't be foolish. Because many Christians are not fully born again. So you do things with wisdom. Have I helped somebody here? See, I'll do my things with wisdom. I can't, I can't, I can't hear you. Say it again. Pastors are the most corporate because sometimes pastors are moved by gifted people. And gifted people can cause, <laughs> can cause trouble. They are so gifted. Everybody loves them for their gift. But they have not built their character. So the little thing, they, they don't love us in the church. They don't love us in the church. They don't love, where should they love you? You are talking about church. Sometimes some people will say, they don't love my church. Go and find out their mother. Their mother even doesn't care about them. Their brothers don't even care about them. Then they are blaming the church. You that your mother doesn't even care about you. Look at the demand you are placing on the church. I'm too wise for that. I'm telling you this so that when people come to you for help in church, you have to be careful. There are people who have come to a church for help. And whilst Pastor Isaac is helping them to put it in place, they are taking money from other people behind the scenes. So they are taking from here, they are taking from there, they are taking, they are wiser than Jesus. They are taking advantage of their brotherly love. So the day the church said, no, we can't help this person again. Who will come into their aid? A church member. He says, so the church decided that don't, don't help you. Ah, this church, they are not laughing. I hear no better man, thousand. He will give the person later to go and find out that the thousand cities the person has taken, even the man who put together is 20,000. And you, you have given me your last thousand because you think that you love the brethren more than anybody. No, you got to use wisdom because there are people like that in the church. Let's go on. Let's go. Verse 2. My message is getting long. Be not be forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some of you have entertained angels. This is the trouble scripture for Christians. Somebody says, I'm trying to help this person. Hey, be not an angel. So Christians throw their money away in the name of they have met an angel. Their brother in the church that they have to help, they never helped. But they met somebody say, Oh, can I? He said, Hey, he's an angel. Let me show you how angels come. Angels never beg anybody for money. Not one. I know you have heard prophecies that a prophet is prophesying. He said, You met an old man. And when you met an old man, you gave him that money. And that old man was an angel. It's a lie. That prophecy is not from God. Because many people don't know the operations of God. The Bible says we should judge prophecies. Sometimes a prophet in his ecstatic nature can see things that God himself has not said. Read the Bible. If it didn't happen in the Bible, it means that it won't happen anywhere. Because the Bible is our standard. Read the Bible. When did somebody meet somebody and later realize that it was an angel? All the angels that appear to people in the Bible, they introduce themselves. Even when they come, they'll tell you, fear not. I'm the angel of God that stands in the presence of God. I have brought you so, so, and so message. 
When they finish, they don't need your cake. They don't need your money. They don't need anything. They vanish and they are gone. But I can help my fellow brother because the Bible says I should help. Not because he is an angel. Paul is saying that because sometimes angels have visited people and the angels don't even ask anything. They are telling you that you learn to be hospitable. Now, when the Trinity decided to pass by Abraham's house, they were passing by. They didn't go to Abraham and say, Abraham, can we? They are shaking. Abraham, can we get something to eat? And Abraham is asking Sarah, hey, maybe angels, they have money, do you have something? No. The Bible said they were passing by. But Abraham being a prophet, he perceived that these are not ordinary men. Because divinity don't beg. Ah, angels, celestial beings, you are joking. Even we as prophets, there's more we have seen, we can't beg. Even me, as a, as a prophet in the human realm, the little I have seen, I can't call anybody that may want to give me money. <laughs> it is called the God life. Angels are trained as princes. They don't beg. Imagine Queen Elizabeth's son is begging. It's a, a total disorder in the realm of the spirit. The realm of the spirit is so organized. So anytime a prophet says to you, and you met an old man somewhere and say, hey, oh boy. On your angel, I have just helped. You are not clapping because you don't believe. Some people say, oh, man of God, what you are saying is not true. There was some old woman be that hell before her. He's an angel. Thank God for old women angels. Study the Bible. Christians love mystical things. Jesus and his word is practical. Very practical. So Paul is talking out here. He's talking about hospitality. How to be hospitable. When you meet people, you want to bring them to your house. Be hospitable. Be nice to people. He's saying that because you don't know who you are meeting. You could have met an angel, but if you are, if you are hospitable, they can help you. Now, when the angel that blessed Jacob and changed his name to Jacob to Israel, he came to beg. It was Jacob who said, no, this one is an angel that stands in the way. The Bible says, and he wrestled with that. The angel even didn't want to bless him. And he perceived. And he said, no, I cannot let this one go. And the Bible said, he, he, he struggled, wrestled with the angel till he lost his newborn. And the angel looked at him and said, I changed your name. From now, you shall be called Israel. And the angel disappeared. He doesn't need his cake. How much does Joseph or Jacob have to give to angel? Or they got told him? Where? In the realm of the spirit? No. So don't <laughs> clap your hands for God. So that's because sometimes you see some guy by the roadside, you have money to give them, give them. If you don't have it, move ahead. Someone will be feeling bad and say, hey, the way the man, something's coming from his here, and he's doing this, then he's an angel. Oh, it's in your angels. The Bible calls them men of extraordinary strength. They might take the form of human beings, but not in weakness. Not in weakness. Not in weakness. And when they come, they always have a message. 
They got a message. And when they give it to you, choom, they are gone. And after that, you will see the effect of the message in their life. So I've been like that. This scripture used to scare me. One day I'm walking in Osu and one guy comes and says, you are the man that I see lighting. Then the scripture came. I said, whoa, look at the angel of God. And I said, whoa, what is wrong with you? He said, I've not eaten. I said, let's go. That day I'm having only 50 Ghana cities. I was a Christian but lacked wisdom. I said, come. Me, I'm going home to eat Indomie. But I look at the guy because he quoted script. He said, you are the man that I see light in. I said, the man sees light in me? Wow. Ah, the guy can see light. I said, God, that is the angel there. So I took him. And I went to buy him papaya. Made him feel good. Oh, Jesus. Bought him drink. The guy was there eating and drinking. When he finished the remainder of the money, I gave it to him. I said, wherever you are going, may the Lord take you. In my mind, that is the angel of the Lord. After he finished eating, he said, you are blessed. And the Lord will bless you. And I went home and I ate my indomie. And now, I go back. One day I'm walking again and I meet the same guy. Then he used the same sentence. You are the one. I see light in. And I see. Then I said, Jesus. So this guy is not an angel? And I didn't spend the money on myself? Oh my God. I held him this way. I said, what is wrong? He said, he said do I know you? He said, I've never met you before. He began to call people. He said, see this homosexual. He wants to harass me. He said, me, I want to harass him. And one guy came and said, you have given him money before. Eh? <laughs> me too. I gave him. <laughs> that is the angel of the Lord. Walking in the atrium and taking money for people. Please, don't be deceived. If you have to eat the papaya yourself, buy it, eat it, and go your way. Can the amen be louder?